This one's special. What's going on, y'all? Name is King Obi, and I'm with a creative named Mark. All right, Mark. Thank you. Are you a full time creative? Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Maybe awkward question. For how long now? Uh, for one and a half years. One and a half years. Do you love what you do? I do love what I do. Yes. What's your favorite creative tool of choice when you're creating? Okay, for that you need to know what I am creating. So most of the times I create videos uh, and I share them like my, let's say, skill is content creation for social media right now. Mm -hmm. And to be honest, recently my favorite all-time tool is uh, the camera called Insta360, Mm -hmm. uh, which um, I got to try at the beginning of the year and now I'm just completely creating new images that I couldn't even imagine before because there was not something like that, Mm -hmm. which made me learn that the more you try out, let's say, different tools, Mm -hmm. the more vision they can give you. Mm. And uh, now I see, like, when I come into a place and I want to shoot a video, I see already different things. Oh, we could have a 360 shot uh, like this, or we could have this. So the more tools you get better into, the more vision you actually get. Mm. So... Yeah. Thank you for that. The more tools, the better the vision. Okay. What type of stories do you usually tell through your creativity? Okay. So I've done a lot of different uh, things. So I've done a channel that is about culture and about China. Mm-hmm. Yeah? So I was talking about um, how to learn Chinese in the most interesting way. Mm-hmm. What we did is, for example, we took Chinese tattoos from Western people, mm-hmm. and then we uh, translated them into how Chinese actually see it. Mm-hmm. And very funny things came up. So that was like one way of how can you make people excited to learn a new language, mm-hmm. but not in the boring way, mm-hmm. in a very interesting way, by learning through mistakes of others, mm-hmm. which makes you memorize things. But that's just like one way. So it's always the question of what story do I tell mm-hmm. um, and what the story is about. I tell stories for example, about cities um, and how much they cost. But I also tell stories about uh, people for other brands, like a founder. Mm -hmm. How do you became the founder? Mm -hmm. Um, And I also tell stories about unique experiences. And the question was, how do do I actually tell the stories, right? Yes. Uh, What type of stories do you usually tell? Yeah. So these are are the three three. type of stories that I currently focus on. Do you think the world is opening up to creatives running every industry? Yes, 100%. Um, I think that right now um, the world hasn't been smaller than ever, right? What I mean by that is before you would need to be in a label. You would need to get into a TV commercial mm-hmm. to actually get visibility. Mm-hmm. Right now, the barrier to entry is so low, lower than ever. So what you need is a phone and your idea mm-hmm. or your story. And oftentimes, just starting doing is what can change your life. Mm-hmm. Maybe you are one video away from somebody across the world that will see you and say, wow, that is so interesting. I want this person to work for me. Mm. Like um, the perfect example probably is uh, KB, mm. lame, right? The one who has become from a 
factory worker in Italy mm-hmm. to a multimillionaire mm-hmm. uh, with the biggest following on um, uh, yes, TikTok mm-hmm. and Instagram, probably the face of Hugo Boss, mm-hmm. and also um, without even talking. Mm-hmm. So if that's not um, inspiration, inspiration yeah. or if that doesn't tell you that creative can be applied everywhere and any by anyone at least to try like you need to promote yourself no matter which business you are in first of all you need to pe- let people know that you exist so turn it as you wish but you need to be creative and you need to create content about yourself in any business that you do if you weren't a creative what would you be um that's a very good question it reminds me of the question that Thierry Henry was asked and they asked him if you wouldn't be a professional uh, football player what would you be and he said then I would be an amateur football player <laughs> right and um, that kind of I think um, it's I wouldn't say that oh I would be an engineer or I would be a mathematician or I would be uh, creative is not something that you are in terms of like job But I think it is your mindset, it is your lifestyle, it is uh, who you are as a person. And it's really hard to say, who would you be if you wouldn't be you, Mm. almost, right? So if you ask me within a job, I might be, I don't know, a salesman. I might be um, doing something that is non-related to videos, Mm. but it doesn't mean that I wouldn't be creative, because creativity is about finding solutions as well. Mm-hmm. So you, I will still be creative in the way I approach people in sales meetings. I will still be creative if I need to find a solution for a complicated coding problem, mm-hmm. right? So that is what I think creativity is, and you can take it away. So no matter what I would be, I would still be a creative in my soul and in the approach in any other industry. All right. Could you tell us about that time where you weren't charging high prices? Uh, I think I never knew what is even like when I started, let's say, as a content creator and brand partnerships. um, I had a very hard time understanding what is even my price, what is even my value. Uh, And I think most of the times when you start somewhere, you will always undercharge. Uh, but then uh, what I did to actually understand my pricing is breaking it down and looking at, at the perspective of uh, the client and also understanding what value can you bring. Because um, having a fixed price is great, but it always depends, right? Let me give you an example. Um, if I do a video for um, luxury fitness chain which I did right and it got 18 million views and it gets them 100 more clients and they charge 2,000 pounds for um, one year membership Mm. let's imagine 100 people signed up and stayed for a year that's 200,000 pounds in revenue right Um, for one video video, right is it ridiculous to charge 10,000 for that video probably not Right? Would you charge the same for a bakery that sells croissants? And no matter how many people come there, they will not make a 200 grand from that video. Probably not. Right? So um, always look at what value are you providing 
and what cost are you either saving or like how can you rationally how can you rationally explain that um, and then you learn how to charge prices according to the value you provide and then you can charge what's high and what's low so what's your thoughts on taking smart risk to get the reward um, I think it's a very good thing and I can actually tell you a quick example how I did it so I use what I used to do I had an idea and I used to pitch it to everyone and like waiting until somebody approves that and I get to do it and uh, I get paid for that uh, and I noticed that first time like I did a video about how much it costs to live in London I didn't even actually that whole video was about showing another creator how to do a video about storytelling or you know that video went viral and I got three or four new clients from that and I didn't even expect that and then I noticed whoa you know it's not about waiting and trying to pitch to everyone. It's about doing, let everyone see and tell them you can jump on the train right now, right? So as a creative, we are always maybe afraid to do an idea without having someone. Sometimes you just need to take the risk of believing in the idea, going out there, doing it, and then convincing everyone else to jump on it rather than wait until somebody approves it and does it with you. So that's my take on calculated risk and my experience from that, or smart risks. Is there any shortcuts to becoming a successful creative? Um, no. Um, and, um, but maybe the question is, what is success for you looking like? If success for you looking like, hey, I want to... Um, 1 million followers and that everyone when they see my Instagram account think like hey I'm cool and I want that short term impression you can buy followers yes if that's what success looks like for you but the thing is it will never change uh, for me success looks like in what I do and I noticed that um, no matter what you do if you look at somebody who's doing good and in my terms it's somebody who does great videos I don't look at his follower count I don't look at his viewer count I look at how many videos he has created and that should be the goal your goal shouldn't be the outcome your goal should be the progress right or the process of becoming something so if that creator has done thousand videos you shouldn't focus oh i want to have that many followers i want to have that many views i want to have that many likes it's about i want to create a thousand videos and the person who i'm going to become after a thousand videos that's what it's going to be success for me and not reaching the same amount of followers because let's imagine your video goes viral tomorrow you get a million followers. Are you a better creative now? Probably not, right? It's, this is something where you cannot take shortcuts. Just like when you want your body, you want to be fit, you want a six pack, you need to go through training every day. And you shouldn't be thinking, I want that six pack. You should be thinking, I want to go out, wake up in the morning and sacrifice the time that I would eat junk food in the gym that's what you should focus on do you believe there's opportunity everywhere being a creative nowadays mm, I think so um, I think that as I said to you previously creativity um, is not necessarily something that we associate only with doing something like design right it's also something who you truly are 
and how you solve problems, how you approach things. And I think with being a creator or creative, uh, there comes things like being curious. You cannot be creative without being curious about other people and how things um, work, work, right? So, um, and if you are curious and you have the mindset of a creator, like for example, you interviewed me. If you wouldn't do videos, you might never come to my place and talk and have an insightful conversation with me like that. So the mindset of a creative will lead to opportunities, right? And um, the mindset is open-mindedness, is curiosity, and is uh, actually understanding and telling other people's stories. So therefore, yes. Yeah, Mark, what do you think creatives don't know that you want them to know? Ooh. That's a good question. Let me think about it for a sec. Um, Take your time. Maybe you can tell me what type of creatives, any, or somebody in my industry, or... I, I wouldn't say someone in the industry, just like a creative, something you figured out on your creative journey, and you're like, yeah. I don't think a lot of creatives know this. You know, I'm going to say something very simple, but at the same time, it's so actually life-changing when you start thinking about that. No matter what you do um, as a creative... I actually, not only as a creative, but even in business, I think it's super important to not focus only on yourself, but focus on the person in front of you, right? Who's watching you. Mm. And uh, this is as simple as a lot of people start videos with or talking with, hey, I do this and that. Like, I think one thing that I learned is that nobody cares about you. Everybody cares about themselves. And when you create something... You, you need to keep that in mind because when you shift from being focused on yourself by actually providing value to the viewer, you're going to have a very different approach. And I think this is like one of the key changing things that I started to understand. Let me give you an example. Um, let the people pass by and then I do it. Yeah, we out here. We, we live in the streets. It's busy. It's beautiful. For example, me being a creator in London, I noticed that um, if you want to discover something new to do, usually you get these videos that are like 50 things to do in London, 101 thing to do for free in London, and five restaurants you can go to. And that's cool, but if you focus on the end user, really on the end user, right? And you think about, well, me, if I watch that, or if somebody watched that, I still don't know how much it costs. I still know how to get there. I still don't know how much time I will spend and I will need to go and, you know, so, but if you actually create it in a way that is comfortable for them and you actually say, hey, here's 15 minutes that you will need to go to this place. Here's how much money you're going to spend. Here's So when you start looking at it from the perspective, how can I add the most value through the content or through the creative that I do and I understand my target audience really well, this is when it's going to change. Because often people are just going around shooting uh, shooting a shotgun and hoping they're going to hit someone. But what you really want to do is going to be a sniper, right? So think always about your audience. Imagine there's an empty seat in front of you and you're creating the content and how does that person feel when it receives it, right? It's not an advice that I do for artists that maybe create a picture and they're like, oh, like who gonna, who's going to watch that? But if you are creating content, it's all value 
for the people. And when you put the audience first, then you're gonna actually and do what you love. That's when you're gonna take off, or, or that's when it's you're gonna see a change. How do you replenish yourself as a creative? What is replenish? <laughs> yeah, so it's a question of uh, like you you're doing a lot of creativity. How do you and like you can drain it? You can drain your creativity. You mean how can you? How, how do you get back? Ah, how you keep constantly innovating, something like that? Yes, innovating so or company? yes, like. Have you ever had a moment where you're creating a lot and yeah. then like you're super drained? Yes. How do you get back on your feet? Oh, okay, I see. So um, I think nowadays uh, what is super important is to do digital detox, right? Turn off your phone for a day, uh, forget about everything, and don't do anything. I think one of the like source to creativity is boredom. If you're bored, you start coming up with ideas. If we are both trapped in a house, I don't know, and we have nothing to do, we'll come up with stupid games, you know, like throwing paper into a bin and making it suddenly an NBA special, right? And throw it like that. Like when we used to be kids, we used to do it all the time. The more we grow up, the less time we actually have to do nothing and to be bored. But boredom is the source of creativity. So I think turning off everything and maybe go for a walk maybe stay at home but don't watch TV don't get anything to do like doing nothing can be sometimes more productive as doing something and we always guilt shaming ourselves with oh I need to be productive I need to be productive I cannot chill if you don't chill if you don't do nothing you sometimes actually put yourself a barrier in doing something Thank you. Thank you for more. That was powerful. Definitely. You want to be bored. Boredom is the key to creativity. Absolutely. How do you study and keep learning about your craft? Okay. Um, I think um, using the 1% rule is really good. The 1% rule means getting better always. Getting better by 1% every day will make you exponentially uh, go crazy in a year, right? We sometimes, we sometimes underestimate uh, what we can do in 10 years and overestimate what we can do in one year. So I think if you want to improve your craft, it's very simple. Read books. There are so many people. There's nothing somebody hasn't done before you, right? And it's like sometimes books cost... 20 pounds and can actually give you a complete new perspective on life and on the way you do it. Do courses. Courses is an amazing thing by people that know. And sometimes I think um, one thing I have done as a creative, for example, I used to have a client that would pay me 10 grand yeah, for a project. I could have done that project alone by myself. Uh, but instead, I used a friend slash um, expert in marketing. And I said, instead of me doing it myself, I'm just going, I'm going to pay him like half of the money, but I'm not going to let him do it. I'm going to let him teach me do it. Right? So let's say I wanted to learn how to structure things I wanted to learn how to make an amazing proposal how to start from zero to a big idea right and um, that was probably the best decision that I could do because it's all about 
if a man is hungry, don't give him a fish, teach him how to fish. And uh, if you want to improve your craft, be the one that gets taught how to fish and don't get the short-term things. Invest in yourself, yeah, and in ways like that. Thank you, thank you. Invest in yourself. I feel like that's very valuable to my audience as well Um, because a lot of people think they're just going to learn on the way, Mm -hmm. but you really have to get education. Yeah. So you truly believe in education? I do believe in education, uh, but I also believe in that nowadays especially with things getting so fast, um, I learned that the best education, or one of the best educations, being the first to do it. Mm. Uh, When TikTok started and the whole short-form content started, there was nobody who could teach you do this. It was never done before, right? And more and more things are happening like that. AI is coming. Nobody has an idea about AI. Um, And many other things will come as well. So education is good. Uh, but also being the first to do is sometimes even better because there's nobody who can teach you that, right? Someone like being like a pioneer. Pioneer, exactly, yeah. Um, yeah. Would you consider yourself like a pioneer? Uh, definitely, yes. I'm constantly trying to do things that I haven't seen before, uh, for sure, yeah. And I also, what I, if I can give something to the community is... Don't look at inspiration at the same sources where you create. Yeah. Let's say you create TikTok content or whatever, or Instagram content. Don't look on TikTok content and Instagram content to inspire you. Go out and see something else. Watch a musical. Go to the theater. Uh, watch a movie. Uh, I don't know. Do something. Read a book. Because oftentimes you try to become more a copy of somebody who's successful rather than being your own success. Um, So definitely choose wisely your source of inspiration. Thank you for that, Mark. And the last one to close us, and the last one to close us out, you're very good at storytelling. Do you have anything to tell other creatives out there to enhance their storytelling briefly? Yeah. Uh, To make it simple, um, I would always tell you, before you do something, before you tell something, think about what's the message. Yeah, oftentimes, or start with the ending. Actually, movies are started with an end, and then they're going to actually reverse engineer the movie. And the same maybe I would do it. For example, I want to tell my story, and I want to know what is the ending of my story. If my story could be something like, hey, um... That video that changed everything, the ending could be, sometimes you just need to do one video and it may be, and that's going to generate your clients, right? If that's the ending, then I build a story that will lead to the ending. And start with something like, hey, um, that people relate to, right? It needs to have a good beginning and it needs to have an ending. And oftentimes people just start in the middle and you have no context. So always think about what is the message and always relate back to the message, right? Because everything you do, even if it's like Instagram stories, if it's carousel, if it's a LinkedIn post, it's a video, it's a movie. Think about how movies start. They start with somebody died and then six years before that. And that's leading up to that. So if you want to tell a story, think about the end and then everything you tell should lead to actually you saying and that's why xyz if you were to start over again today um being a creative 
Would you start off as a freelancer or would you start with the company? Um, I think it uh, depends on what you want to achieve. For me, I started actually, I had no idea about company or freelance, so I went with a company because in the UK specifically, you pay lower income taxes if you have a company, so it's like benefits to tax structures, right? So for example, as a company, I can be my own director um, and I can pay a very small amount uh, as a salary that is not taxed and not national insurance uh, and then you can pay yourself the rest as dividends mm. and if you do that you will pay on capital gains taxes which are lower taxes than just your income tax if you would be a freelance so uh, that's something I didn't know before and I started a company which also makes it easier for me to hire other freelancers uh, subcontractors and um, you know like um deal with like business accounts no kind of stuff but it's really up to you if you want to scale at one point and hire more people then I think it makes sense if you want to test the waters and you just want hop from one project to another project you can do the freelance thing but definitely I would inform uh, myself and what are the benefits of both of those before making a decision Definitely. Thank you. So you're saying be informed on either freelancing or having your own company yeah. before taking action. Yeah. And one thing that I was very surprised, you know, coming from Germany, it's so difficult to open a company. Here, it's actually so easy. You need to do a couple of things online and pay 14 pounds. And here you go. You have a company. So therefore, with that climate, you definitely need to try and open a company because it's really not hard. Okay. So now that you're full-time creative, what were some of the anxieties you faced transitioning out of the corporate world into the creative world? So I've been in an agency before and uh, I've been doing what I'm doing right now. Uh, that's where I learned all my content creation skills. And what happened is I was not happy anymore. I was not really working on projects that I really wanted to do. Everything was revenue, revenue, revenue. Um, and at one point I just really lost the feeling of that I have an impact or why am I even doing this um, and it was I was so unhappy that the agency decided to actually part ways with me and maybe that was the best thing that happened because myself I was not happy but I didn't make the choice of hey I'm gonna leave I'm gonna give a notice and I'm gonna figure out what's gonna go so if I wouldn't be fired in that sense I would have never done it probably or maybe wait another four months and waste wasted so um, I was very afraid what happens if I don't uh, find a client if I actually I didn't even want to go freelance what happened is when I left the company I had one month still left to kind of that I was paid and I was looking for other jobs and while I was looking for other jobs I thought to myself wait we had a client that was paying us 10,000 pounds for five videos a month mm. it's like if I just had one client pay me that money I would be the happiest person alive. So I was like, maybe while I'm looking for a job, why don't I get I try to look for a client? And I did this, I went to events, I met people and I offered my services. And that's how I, or, and I called up a client that we had before that was saying the agency is too expensive. So, and that's how I got started. I was like, oh, okay, let me do a little bit here. Let me do it a little bit there. And then it started rolling. And I was like, wow, that's, that's great. What I would offer to people that want to go freelance while you are on a job, see if there's demand. You know, maybe don't go that way of me, hey, bum, and I was like, 
out there, I don't know what to do. I was like, maybe try to find a client before you leave. Something like a side hustle. Maybe offer like social media services or design services to a couple of people. Reach out on LinkedIn. Always keep going and saying, hey, I'm doing this. I could offer you this. Just to see if there's demand, if you could make it. And then once you make some amount additionally to your job, then you can make slowly the transition, you know, and then you also don't face a lot of anxieties of what will happen. You feel already more confident. So that's something that I would, I think, uh, suggest, but I was, you constantly have that existential fear of what if I don't find someone? What if I don't pay my bills? But one thing how to go about it is it's not about what are going to do? I'm so afraid. It's about life is about systems. And the fact is, if you reach out to a hundred people, maybe one will respond. Yeah. And uh, how many people are you reaching out in a day? Mm-hmm. How many things are you doing to get to where you are? If I know that maybe one video can get me a client, then let me do a video every day while I'm working. So, and if you put this systems in place, mm-hmm. then you will not fail, mm-hmm. right? because you're gonna keep it running and anything that you do is better than doing nothing and will lead to any kind of result definitely absolutely thank you for that mark it's very true it's better than doing nothing as you understand being a creative is all fun and all but then there's that left brain side of it with like the finances Mm. um without having that corporate structure how are you able to uh manage your finances as a creative Yeah, I think it's really important uh, to understand that you are moving from a corporate world to an entrepreneur or solopreneur, right? And with that comes great responsibility. With that comes doing things that you might not like, right? Like uh, opening up business accounts, uh, making sure you have a tax uh, saving pot, uh, making sure that you are aligned with like contractually, you know, now when you work with somebody, you need to have a scope of work. You need to define what happens if you don't have enough revisions. You need to define how much um, hours you're going to work on that, how many feedback sessions, all that kind of stuff you never think about because you just do the work, right? Maybe even your agency or whatsoever. So um, you will understand that suddenly cash flow matters, right? Before you just do the job whatsoever, but now it matters a lot whether people are paying you in 30 days, in 15 days or in 10 days, right? So you will face a lot of business questions. And if you want to succeed as a creative in a freelance world, you need to be business savvy. So you need to get your business game up and understanding these things. And before making the transition, what I did, I was trying to understand everything. I would go in our agency and talk to the head of finance. Oh, how we do this, how we do that. I would talk to sales. How do you reach out to people? So when you are in a, in a company, try not to focus on your niche stuff, but understand every single department and be curious. You have all the people that are working there. So get that knowledge, be prepared when you go out and don't go out and you're like, oh shit, I don't have a sales process or a CRM. What is even the CRM, right? So uh, that kind of things you, um, so that's what I would say how to manage. It's less about how I, you manage finances, but understand the business game. Right, because it's the same as you have never shot on the camera before, and you're like, okay, now I'm a 
creator. So you need to understand the specs of a camera before you shoot. That's how you need to understand the specs of a business before you go solo. Wow, wow, powerful, powerful. You know, uh, thank you, Mark. I do believe a lot of creatives just go for it and they miss out on what you just actually, that, that gem that you just blessed us with. Um, they just go for it and they end up in a lot of fin- financial risk, you know? So you're basically saying it's important to have before you leave the company or wherever you're at, tap in with those different de- departments, become right. no- knowledgeable, and then go out on your own yeah, and try exactly. it. Exactly. Learn everything. Yeah. Don't. That's the opportunity that you have. If you're in your nine to five and you're like, oh, I want to go away, and you're just looking for an idea, you need to remember you're just one part of that system. But now you're going to be all parts of that system, and that's why you need to to engage with all of these things and understand how companies work. All right, Creative Rulers, you heard it here first. Make sure, uh, thank you for watching. Make sure to like and follow. And make sure to follow this creative called... Mark Creator. On Instagram and all other other social handles. Yeah, that's same. All right. And comment below if you found this video valuable.